Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Shannon. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm happy to be recording. It's been a busy, busy, crazy week, but I'm happy to be back in my closet, seeing your yes. closet. And it's Yay. just like so fun. I know. I love, um, it's, it's so fun because like I get to see your closet and, you know, we get to, to hang out and it's, it feels a little bit like old times, just same, same, but different. You it know? does. It feels a little bit, it feels a little bit like home. It does. (laughs) Thousands of miles away. We have a great show for you today, but how have you been? How has the the Kessler life been going on Meadowood Court? You know, I'm not going to lie. This week was a tough week. We we had a lot of ups, a lot of downs, and a lot of in-betweens. And when we got through them, we we did great. Um, I think I can bring this up in a different conversation for an episode when we have Megan Bartley come back on because there's a lot of things that happen uh, that I think she'd have some really great opinions on and her professional, you know, take on some of these things. So I'll, I'll leave this particular conversation when we get to talk to Megan. But um, as far as the week goes, I feel like I, I've been uh, I've had like a my parenting flex like my, my parenting hat has gotten a lot of workout this week. So I'm like, whew, okay. And the fact that it's Friday and like, I feel like everybody ended on a great note. I mean, it's, we had a great morning this morning. Everybody was in a good mood. The dog was happy. <laughs> you know, it was just a, I was the like, straw. Oh. she'll stir that drink. Thank <laughs> goodness. Cause we just, we, uh, we just had a rough week and I mean, very emotional, but also a lot of life lessons happening this week. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it's good, busy, and full of learning possibilities. I know. Back here, it's been a little crazy. I don't know what. I don't know if there was a full moon. I have not paid attention to the lunar cycles because I'm so in my own shit. It has just been absolutely nutballs over here. Um, like, my dryer went out. I had to get a new dryer. And I know that sounds like something like, why, why are you complaining? But in the land of beach towels, and I have three children that love that play a lot of sports and they're, you know, and we sweat a lot, you know, it has just been in a week. My brother moved down to Florida officially. So he closed on his house on Tuesday, Tuesday, I don't know, all the days are on together. Um, so he wasn't, he was living with us for a few days. Um, that was interesting with his children. Mm-hmm. It was a real big surprise. He dropped that in. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there at 6 p.m. I was like, what? Okay, <laughs> like to stay? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. And that was coming off the heels of another friend group that had recently left like less than 12 hours before. So it was just like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and just like basic life stuff that we're dealing with and just transitional periods and um, lots of ups and downs as well over here. But I do agree. Like today I woke up and I was like, all right, we're going to do this. And I feel like if that happens once a week, I'm, I'm in a good place. Yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you. Well, we did have a, um, a very interesting week today in pop culture. There were quite a few things that, you know, we didn't see coming. Some the world did not disappoint. No, I was like, okay, because we always talk about like on Monday or Tuesday, what we're going to talk about on social catch up and oh shit, today's Friday, isn't it? 
We're we're supposed to be releasing social catch up today. Okay, you guys. I promise. Okay, if you're listening to this, great. That means it's already come out, but um, it'll be yeah, out a little bit earlier than normal. It, it was <laughs> well, Rosh Hashanah and Labor Day kind of pushed everything back for all of us, and it did. so. I've been trying to figure out what day of the week it is all week. Um, but we were getting like these little nuggets, like being thrown in, um, you know, in the headlines all week. So I was like, I, cause I always tell Brittany, and she's like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, don't worry by Wednesday, the universe will give us some nuggets so that Thursday we'll have things to talk about. No worries. And this week was definitely no week that disappointed. That is for sure. I loved it. I loved it. So how are we going to kick it off with all the babies? Yes, we've got a lot of baby news in the news this week, Um, starting with Kylie Jenner, which we reported last week that um, speculations that she was pregnant and that, you know, her dad, uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, um, had broke the news accidentally in a video. Uh, But it's been confirmed by Kylie herself in her social platform. So there's a really cute video. You can check it out on her Instagram. Um, it's so adorable. It's so adorable. I mean, I really do think she did the best job of just like, you know, letting it out there and, you know, she's got a daughter who is adorable and she's going to be such a great big sister. And she's so excited to have, you know, mommy's having baby. Um, so it's really, really cute. And we just wanted to confirm that Kylie has confirmed that baby number two is in the works on the way. I love that she released this way because I know that she likes to have a handle on everything that she does. And right, rightfully so. If the, the public, if the public went into TikTok mode to examine your nails, then you deserve to release how you want to do. And I, I hands down applaud TikTok. Like this is just crazy. Yes, um, yes. But I really did. I loved how she announced. I love between like the little sonogram and Travis finding out and the, you know, the little stick that you pee on. It it was neat. It was was a cool way. It gave us such a personal touch. Um, It makes her, whenever she does something like this, makes her so much more human in my mind. Like it brings me back. Like it brings me like, Oh, okay. She's, she's a real person. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought it was super cute when Stormy gave um, her mom, Kris Jenner, the, um, the, uh, sonogram pictures. I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. It was just, and she acted like, honestly, like, oh my God, if it were me, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like another kid. <laughs> How many is this now? But like, yeah. I, I just love that because you know, this is the thought I had. I thought that I was like, she knows that what this means. And that's when like, also it's like the humanistic part of um, Chris comes out. Like, mm, like you really, like you really do want your daughter's to have like that experience you did as a mom. I think that's that, that's what makes her emotional. Like when they're building a family and how much that meant to her. Yeah, I agree. I think it was so cute. And we're just, we're so excited for them so, to be growing their family. It's great. But I can't wait to see what she wears at the Met. Right. If she's I going, I don't even know. Like I feel I like- I did hear that um, there was some speculation that she was going to break this news at the Met Gala, which I'm glad she didn't because I feel like that's not really the place to do it, but she's going to the Met. So there's no way to hide it. I mean, I don't know how far along she is, but she's, she's growing. Like she's definitely got a pregnant belly and, you know, she wouldn't be able to hide that at the Met. So according I'm excited to, to see. <laughs> according to the TikToks that I've seen, they speculate into December, early January. Okay. That's, That's what they nice. said. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like this point, like TikTok knows who um, killed JFK. So, you know, in, in other breaking news, um, I did reactivate the CZL um, TikTok account. 
You did. I downloaded the app. Be able to scope in on that. And here's also the thing: our account grew, which we haven't posted in over a year. And I was like, I deactivated this account, which should have wiped it out. But no, no, there were like 99 messages waiting for us when we got back. I was like, oh, really? That's weird. Bitches. You know what? I dip in and out and on it, and I'm sometimes I I know my limits on that that app. Like I will fall down a deep, deep hole, come out with like cheeto cheese all over me and like a new take on life like i'm, I'm gonna be like spiraling this, if you ever want me to be like uh, uh the conspiracy theorist get on tiktok mm-hmm. yep hey i feel you i feel you it happens uh so there's another news headline that i did not see coming um but i couldn't be more excited for this couple to announce that they are pregnant and i'm talking about the one and only jennifer lawrence and her husband um cook What's his last name? Cook Maroney. Yeah. I think it's how you pronounce that last name. He's an art dealer, but she announced Wednesday that she and her husband are officially um, pregnant and going to be welcoming their first child together soon. So yay. Jay log into baby. Those pictures, she looks at least five to six months along in my mind. Yeah. I saw like one where she had like a floral coverall Mm -hmm. on with like a white t-shirt and it looks pretty, pretty like the, the pregnancies. Yeah. Well, hey, I don't know. I don't know. How I know. Doing. That's why I, I never want to speculate about based upon a size because sizing can be so different from so different. one person to the next. And I know like sizing from, from my own body, from first child to second child, like my body knew what it was doing with the second child. So I feel like it was pregnant. It looked pregnant way faster than like the first go around. I was like, oh, my uterus was like, we have been here before. No worries. We know what to do. And I'm like, Okay, so we are expanding very quickly. <laughs> My uterus was like uh, number three. They were like, um, yeah, we've done this and we're going to make it nine pounds. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't quite get it right the first time. We're going to get it. See how far we could push her. I think too, like she is going to rock motherhood. I'm so excited yeah. for her. Um, honestly, but I, there's a part of me that I was like, wouldn't be surprised if she didn't have kids. I think that that was like, oh, you, oh, yeah. you is that that's your journey? Great. I just was like, I think she could have been gone any, either way. So um, I love this for her. And I think it just speaks like where she is in her relationship with her husband. Like they, they always seem to be like super in love. So I, I think that's always great. You never know with Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know what you're going to get. I do agree with that. Um, I mean, listen, it wouldn't surprise me if she just would have renovated an old farmhouse and herded goats for the next 35 years. Yeah. I would see that and be like, live your truth, boo. You yeah. do you. But you're right. Like, like I'm on the food network, like making beet salad, like that, that would check out. I would watch a Jennifer Lawrence cooking show. Like without a doubt. I mean, I mean Amy Schumer, Schumer learns to cook was one of my favorite shows during the pandemic. Like loved it, lived it. I would watch J-Law's journey in cooking as well. Of course. It would be I would amazing. for it. She's like, and, and she would taste test that. She's like, oh my God, that, that sucks. Hold on. Don't make that. <laughs> she would her really Oh, wait, that. I messed that up. Oh, yeah. wait. Oh, wait. Don't eat that. Everyone put the forks down. <laughs> totally see that. Love her. So we are, we're so excited for, for Miss Jennifer and uh, her husband, Cook. Can't wait. I think it's a girl. Oh, putting well, it out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that- Lots of girl energy there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Who's next? Who uh, is knocked up next? Okay. Who got knocked up next? All right. Uh, so next we have Olivia Munn and John Mulaney. 
And this one's kind of shocking um, in the sense that uh, they are a recently um, in the news couple because John Mulaney had been married. And I don't remember how long he had been married for, for but it had been a while, at least seven six years, years, I want to say. Six? Do you say six? Six. six. Okay. So six years. Um, and over the past year, there have been some... Um, some issues where he's been in and out of rehab and he gets separated and then they file for divorce. And then a couple months later, we find out that he's hanging out with Olivia Munn and now they're announcing they're pregnant together. So it's very interesting because the timeline of this is when all of this gets to be a little like you scratch your head. Um, and if you're not sure who these people are, John Mulaney is one of the best stand-up comedians that the world has ever been gifted. Uh, he's hilarious, but a lot of his shtick comes from talking about his relationship with his wife and talking about how he doesn't want kids. So it's really interesting to find out that he's having a baby and it's been on record to say that this baby's actually been a really great thing for him. So I find that to be very interesting. Um, and Olivia Munn, if you aren't familiar with her, you might've heard her name before because she was at one point dating Aaron Rodgers from the green Bay Packers for quite a long time. I personally love Olivia Munn. She was one of my favorite TV characters of any show I've ever watched. Uh, Sloan Sabbath on the newsroom. Loved this show. I've seen it twice. It's such a great one. It was an HBO hit. Um, and I loved her in that show. And I've always just kind of had a crush on her ever since. So I am actually very excited for her and John Mulaney because I like John as well. Um, but it's just interesting how this story came to about. So Brittany, what do you, what do you got on this? I thought that the timeline, and I've been keeping up with the story like Loki, like for last year, because I'm a huge comedy stand up comedy fan. So when this kind of broke, that he went into the rehab in September. So it's just one calendar year that all this has kind of gone down. I thought that was very interesting. So he took just a little bit of a stint um, in rehab in September. And then he hosted SNL on October for the Halloween episode. And it's, it's important to note because he was in rehab from September to October, mm-hmm. was out in October and then hosted SNL for Halloween. And relapsed but them. Yes. Relapsed that night, which is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which he's like, he's like, everyone thought I was fucked up, but actually I was stone cold sober until the after party. I was like, well, I make the checks out. Um, so he has to go through rehab again. Um, the beautiful part of like this timeline that we now know Um and listen, I don't think stars owe us anything. Like, I don't think Correct. they owe us an explanation. I don't think they owe us anything like that. But he does go, he does go on the Seth Meyers show, who he was like a quote unquote correspondent for. And they're very, very close. They go on record that they're very, very, very close. Um, but he gives a direct recount of all of the events on Seth Meyers show recently this week. And I think it was just so amazing for him to be so open. And not that he needed to be, but I felt like it was almost like, guys, like, I got to tell you what's going on. And I think it wasn't for us. Honestly, I think it was for Olivia. I think it was more like, listen, like things went down. It might not gone the way that you would have done it, but I'm really happy. And this is really great for me. And this is a great, like, this is helping me through my recovery. Because after he got out of um, rehab for the second time and the most recent, because he did have a problem, I guess, like 15 years ago. So I mean, he's like the kind of guy, like, I, it's just not like someone you'd think would have a problem. Like he's so straight laced looking. He's so, I, I don't know. I wouldn't call him like, he's just a good boy. Like, you, I don't, yeah. not that. 
It doesn't I have mean, to have a, a, a personality, but it was just interesting because like I yeah. never knew that he was going through anything like this. I mean, when you watch it in a stand up, he's always in a suit. Like he's always put together. He's always in a suit. He always just like he's like back hair. Yeah. Has his A game on and looks like, you know, this is my profession. So I'm going to I'm going to dress the part. So I've always found that very interesting about him. And I feel like that always makes his delivery so much more like impactful because some of the things that he talks about, you're like you don't see it coming when you're in a suit. Like if you're just in like, you know, I look at Adam Sandler who goes out in, you know, baggy pants and like a, a flannel and the shit that he's throwing at you, it, it kind of fits the part. Right. But like totally. John Mulaney has always made me chuckle even harder because he's in a suit and he's buttoned yeah. up and you're like, he's like a straight laced guy. See you yeah. saying this stuff, but it's funny. Um, it, so he comes out of rehab and he quickly gives, you know, a timeline that when he comes out of rehab for the second time, he moves out of his house with his wife. And then in May, they file for divorce. And then he basically is dating Olivia as soon as like the spring-ish. Yeah. And he's very open about that. I I think it's just interesting because the way that he felt like I need to clear the name. Like I need to say, tell you guys like what was going on. It was almost like how Demi Lovato, she's like, I'm tired of people like having the wrong narrative. Like I want to, I want to take, I want to take control of this. I want to take charge. But he did it with one of his best friends right there next to the mic and his best friend was supporting or one of his best friends was supporting him. And I thought that was a really great way to, I guess, soften the blow of, of this like life altering yeah. chain of events. I agree. And I think it's because I do we know how far along Olivia is in her pregnancy? I think that since I did a little bit of a deep dive, no one really knows, um, judging by what they're seeing and it's very little, um, you know, it's like four or five months, but like, I don't know at this point, like they have announced, like do, you know, coming in soon and coming yeah. in blah, blah, blah. Right. So and- I do think they won't announce when, even when she does have it for a while, because I don't think they want, they want the the math people coming at them. I was going to say, cause this is what has always been very interesting about this relationship is that the math is what always uh, gets them into a little bit of like murky water um, in the sense of if he filed for divorce or they separated in February and then he moves out um, and then they claim to start of dating in the spring, well, we're going to be able to know pretty quickly. Like when she September. has the baby, like, did you guys hook up on your first? Again, it's none of our business. We, it, it's fine. It, it is what it is. I'm happy for them either way. I think it was just, uh, there are going to be more questions that keep coming. But I do, I like that, you know, uh, that John went on Seth Meyer's show to have this interview and to, you know, kind of tell his story, side of the story and, and have this conversation. Um, but I just think it's interesting with the math on this because um, John and Olivia first met at Seth Meyer's wedding. And this was like 13 years ago, I think, 13 or 15 years ago. Um, 2013. 2013. Okay. So they've known each other for a while. Like this isn't like they, you know, there have been some rumors in the past of like, they're always. Was you know, notably like, kind. I wouldn't say obsessed because I don't like to label women like that, but she was very forward in her admiration for him, like yes. emailing him and he never like emailed her back. He's like, I guess I had the wrong address. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, it's and like really making it abundantly clear that she was vibing on him like straight up. Yeah. So I mean, it's people have speculated for a while for prior to them being pregnant um, that, you know, if there was ever going to be something to happen, it would be between those two. And, you know, this I think just kind of hearing rumblings, uh, you know, over, over the years. 
just needed to be reconfirmed and this the narrative needed to be told how John wanted it to be told. And I fully respect that. I think it's great. I don't think we need to know everybody's, you know, details, intimate details in their lives. And that's great. But I just think it's interesting, the timeline um, that they're presenting and we'll find out soon, you know, when she announces, if she's going to announce, you know, a due date. I doubt it. I doubt. I think that the announcement that the baby came will come. Yeah. I do find it interesting because again, he, he's, kind of his whole shtick is again, not having um, kids and not wanting kids and that sort of thing. And now that he's sober, he is, you know, making the claim that this baby is so good for him. And, you know, I hear this a lot with people who are going through sobriety, that their children are who save their lives. And it's like, you know, maybe that is for him. Maybe he is really looking forward to having this baby because he needs somebody else other than himself or a loved one to actually feel that connection of like life. You know, not everybody feels connection of life within themselves, but they, they can feel it through their children or through, you know, some type of connection that's just not about sexual intimacy. So it's it's interesting. And I, I really hope that he does find that, you know, within his um his journey of being a father that he is like, yes, this is it. Yeah, I think we're going to I do think we'll probably hear a little bit more from the ex-wife. I think that since this Seth Meyers interview has just come out and it's getting a ton of publicity. She's going to come out and say something. And you know what? Rightfully so. She did go very silent when he was in rehab. Um, she didn't want the divorce. She wanted to stay together, you know, and things collapse and that's fine. Um, but I would be surprised if she's going to stay quiet. Unless mm-hmm. she has signed an NDA. I don't know. You never know. Hollywood's Hollywood. That's true. But I'm kind of interested. Really to see. It's just kind of interesting. But we wish him the best. And I think it's going to be amazing. And I think that he seems really, really happy. And I highly suggest checking out this, um, the, the interview I'll post it in the links section, my references section. You're in the, in the, in the yeah. Cause I think that's going to be great. Show notes. That's I'm like, show notes. That's we, have a, we have a word, but what do we call him? I don't remember. Had references. <laughs> like, hold on my Dewey decimal. Right. Up to my card catalog. Notes. Don't worry. It's in the fit notes. That's great. <laughs> Uh, well, in other exciting news, this broke uh, this week too, earlier this. Oh, where'd she go? I'm back. Sorry. I accidentally <laughs> hit the mute button on my mic. I'm like, well, don't mute myself. <laughs> yeah. um, we have exciting news for our girl, Britney Spears. She <laughs> is one step closer to getting her freedom because her father, Jamie Spears, has signed a petition to. Oh, and. I was, oh, I was, come on, Brent. I was, I was giving you the, the lean in. Can lead what's, it in. Okay, what's I was the, like, what was the X? The X was to he's ending. He wants to oh. end the uh, <laughs> concern. I thought you were doing a dance move. I was like, oh, it's, it's something. She's trying to tell me something. This is great. No, I was really trying to just get it like to set you up for you to hit the softball out, but I I messed it up. I threw away the pitch. My bad. It looked so. like a dance move on my end. I was like, she's just she's doing it. She's going something. <laughs> you made that X. I was like, yeah, she's got the tactic dance. Yeah. <laughs> No, let me start that over. So we're excited because Jamie Spears has filed a petition to end the conservatorship. And we mentioned a couple of weeks ago that he filed to remove himself from the conservatorship, which was a great step in the right direction, but it did not end the conservatorship. So now he has filed the motion that he wants to end the conservatorship, which I think is fantastic. Again, I have no idea how long that takes. I don't know. We're not really getting a lot of information right now. I think we probably will in the next couple of weeks. Um, but we're very excited because I think that, that just 
again, Brittany's getting out. We're getting her out, guys. Yeah, she's breaking out. She's definitely breaking out on Instagram. The last couple posts, I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. She's taking pictures of her ass. and th- I'm like, listen, if Lizzo can do it, so can you. That's, you know, that's a great point, Brittany. If people are going to come at you either way. So like, if you want people to know what your ass looks like, put it out there. Put it out there. I and do. Listen, I if do you don't want to see Brittany's like- ass, don't look at it. Scroll yeah. away. Unfollow. You don't have to look at it if you don't want to see it. None of your business. Keep it moving. But let the girl do her thing. Let her do her thing. I mean, she might get picked up by like a lingerie company, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I would love that for Brett. Yeah, no. I'm not loving the underwear choice. Like it's always like the same ones, which I'm not shocked because she hasn't gone shopping in like 20 years. Right. So we can just get her some like fresh undies, you know? Like I know my underwear drawer needs a little revamp every once in a while. Like I <laughs> hang on to those last few, you know? No. <laughs> But like, I feel like she's there and I'm like, girl, let's go. Let's go. Let's just buy a couple. Feel Mm -hmm. them out. You know, sooner or later, she's going to have full control over her money and she will be able to buy herself some new underwears. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Get your comfort on. Get it, girl. Get it, get it, girl. I'm I'm very excited for her. I, I cannot wait. Once this breaks and she gets to have an honest interview about what's been going on, everyone's brain's going to fall out of their head. Yeah. I really hope that she's been taking notes and like has a journal of what's been going on. Cause I think not just on her phone. (laughs) Not yet. Just not on her phone. But like, I just, I also think it's really interesting to think about like, you know how she was saying before how she was drugged and it's like a lot like being drunk. Like you can't remember things. Like I'm just really curious how many of those years over the past, you know, 13 years she's been in this, um, like how many of those she can actually remember versus how many were like medically induced to make her sh- make sure she couldn't tell the story. Right? Yeah. Right. So who's who's documenting that? Yeah, that's going to be scary. You know, what she feels like she doesn't remember, you know, yeah. and, and what's real, what what was real, what was fake? You know, it's you know when you wake up from like a night of yeah. you know, drinking, you're like, "Well, did I really <laughs> dance on the bar?" And you're like, "Did I dream that?" Or right. Maybe? So. I think, yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's interesting because she's not going to have a full account of what happened and she doesn't mm-hmm. have the most supportive people around her. They're going to fill in those blanks with the truth. Yeah. And then she's going to question even those stories, even if they are the truth, because she's like, because she's been so manipulated or I mean, manipulated. Yeah. When your therapist manipulates you, when your, you know, management manipulates you, when your parents are manipulating you, it's really hard to find the truth. I do have a question though. Was yeah. her boyfriend shopping for rings? That was that was put out later this week that he might have been shopping for an engagement ring. Was he with Ben Affleck at Tiffany's at the Center Mall? <laughs> that would check out. <laughs> <laughs> but like, let's get a two for one deal. You and bro? Yeah, man, bro. Let's go get an iced coffee and smoke a cig. Sure. <laughs> That's how it went down. <laughs> Stop at Cinnabon. <laughs> I don't I don't think um Sam drinks iced coffee or smokes cigarettes. I mean, I think he might have driven Ben, but I don't think he was partaking no, in those things. Body is like He's a, his body's a temple. A temple. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I, I, I doubt you drink it. Yes, but you can watch putting it, it, smoke some cigs, and go get a ring shop. That right. would be that would be good. Yeah, that would be I'm, good. I'm into it, but I hope I hope she does get engaged. I hope she, you know, is able to have another baby if she wants to, or you just have the autonomy. It's going to be great. Yeah, I agree. We just uh, just released that tell all too. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, 
us as fans, we want to know. We grew up with you. We watched you have babies. Now your babies are, you know, old enough to have their own babies. Like, I'm just so curious. What is going on in your life? I want to hear from her sons too. Like, Ooh, I feel like you they know had what? No they are the ones that would probably have like the diaries and the journals of like, oh, listen, this shit gets fucking real up in here. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get both sides of the story. They're going to get Britney's side and they're going to get Kevin's side. And then we're going to get the truth. Mm-hmm. Go to the, what, Sean Preston and James? Jaden, maybe? Jaden. Aiden. Jaden James. Jaden James. That's it. Damn, I was a deep foul cabinet right there. I know, right? I was like, whoo, she got it. Reached in, got it. All right. This next story broke the internet this week. And I can't believe it. Like, I watched it about 5,000 times. It is the video of Jessica Chastain. 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 God, so close. And uh, who is it? Oscar Isaacs. Oscar, Oscar Isaacs. Okay. Yeah. No. If you sh- I know exactly who these people were. I did a little bit when I found out what they were in. I was like, oh, okay. But like, I'm not the best at like recognizing people. When mm-hmm. um, but this video of them at, is it Cannes? Venice Film Venice. Festival. Mm-hmm. And him looking at her from afar as, they're t- as she's being photographed in this mesmerizing red dress. And then she comes over and puts her hand on his shoulder and then he leans in and then kisses like the inside of her arm and like rubs it and I'm telling you it was hot it's steamy like I watched it multiple times because I really enjoyed the feeling it was making me feel I I was like can I get I get I mean I look at a deli sandwich like that I can only imagine (laughs) can I just get a guy that looks at me like that like like Landon where yet where you at with that like yeah. I mean, she looked phenomenal. So did he. You can definitely tell there's like some kind of energy. Um, what's they're they're in a which I'm like this yeah, alone would it's give it's an them. HBO um series that it's called um hang on, what's it called? I put it in the notes. Oh, scenes, scenes from, a from marriage. a marriage. Yes. Which, so what they're trying to do is to drum up um, some PR, some conversations about this new show and they fucking nailed it. Like they need to both get some Academy Awards for their performance on the red carpet. Their PR team needs to give them a raise because if they did any nothing else, they gave us all this, what we're talking about right now. Cause that show would not have been on my radar prior to seeing these two on a red carpet, but sure as shit, I'm going to watch it because now I need to know they have such great chemistry when they're together and they are selling this. Like it is their job. Now, mind you, both of them are happily married they're to not other people. Like the, Okay. Not having, this we is might not be a Bradley Cooper, Light, Lady Gaga all over again. Yes. That's not it. Yeah. I mean, now that energy was like palpable, but we learned a lot from that. I hate and what, that movie. Just sorry. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I hated it. I'm sorry. I ha- that I can go on a different tangent for that for a different day, but like I, I have full thoughts on why that was like it glorified a very toxic relationship. And I just, I'm not here for that. Sorry, go ahead. I digress. It did. It did glorify it. Yeah. And then we had to like pay homage to it. Right. <laughs> you know? I was like, this guys, is no one else seeing this? I mean, I remember watching that movie and Dan wasn't home, but I texted him. I was like, I hate this. I don't even want to finish it. I hate this movie. He's like, wow, why? And I'm like, 
because she is a fucking doormat for him. He doesn't really care about her. He just wants attention and what she can do for him. And why is everybody else thinking that this is like the greatest love story of all time? It is not. Oh, sorry. I digress. I do think that that was pointed (laughs) out later. Like, I do think that it was a conversation, but it wasn't like the lead conversation that needed to be started. Like, we need to see like, this is kind of toxic. It's just the same thing about the notebook. The fucking relationship is toxic. Right. It was. And, and the fact that going back to Bradley Cooper and Le- Cooper, Cooper and Lady Gaga for a minute, the fact that so many people were gunning for them to be a couple. I'm like, he oh, was married to another woman. Like, what about the wife? Like, stop. Like, I mean, they ended up no, getting I think he was married. I, I think they were. Or if they're not married, then they had a kid together. I do know that. They did have a kid together, yeah. Um, but like that they're was no longer together either. <laughs> that they had, like, we didn't need to be a part of that. We did not need the internet to be like driving a wedge between two people, like, for a fictional relationship that didn't need to go anywhere. Oh, that, I, that thing was that was wrong on so many levels, and I. But the one thing we did learn is they when that was all going down, and they were like, they need to be together. Let's just let's just call it. Uh, you know, they came out and said, like, guys, like, let's just call it like we were doing this to carry on the story of living these these characters in real life. We want you to have an experience when watching us on stage, even at the Grammys or Oscars. It's more of a, a performance. And they had to, like, right. say it. And they were like, oh, OK, OK. Yeah, I think they crawled so that these two could run on the red carpet. So they're flying high. Jessica and Oscar, way to go. I love it. I love both of you. I think they're great. So I'm excited. I'm going to check it out. She's and I did a little bit because they've actually been performing together for over 20 years and they went to Juilliard together. So it's they've had this energy for a while. And even if there is like a sexual energy, what we've learned from Ross and Rachel, it makes it a little bit better. Exactly. You don't have to act on everything, but it does. That push pull gives you great TV. It does. Now, see, and we've said this before, like if Rachel, Rachel and Ross would have gotten together behind the scenes, their chemistry on the show would have not have been as like magnetic and electrifying. Yeah. I feel the same thing about Isaac or um, Oscar and Jessica. I think the same thing. Like if they, if they have that chemistry and they have that sexual tension, great. Put them in a film. See how it's going to translate. Push play. Go. Yeah, we don't have to act on it, like Brad and Angelina did. Mazaki. Mm, see, that that went south. That did go south. I do feel like we need to do a deep dive on that relationship because it's been like, I mean, it's 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 over. They're divorced, but I do want to know more. Like, there, there's something to come out about that, but I do think we need to do a deep dive because our Zen community deserves to know the truth. Okay. About Ben and Angelina. Ben. Brad. Sorry. Brad. I was like, Ben? Who the fuck ben? is Ben? <laughs> Brad. Ben Affleck and Angelina? What? I, I mean, it wouldn't, wouldn't shock me. <laughs> same. Same, same. You know what movie I watched last night? Just speaking what? of Made in Manhattan. I watched half of it. I love Made in Manhattan. It's such a good flick. I didn't. I only got halfway through, but I was like, <laughs> she just did just such a good job in that movie. I know. One of Taylor's best performances. I don't think she so gets good. enough credit outside of E. Like, <laughs> I know she does. She does it. It's great. All right. What's our final story? Um, you got to pull it up here. Yeah. Well, we've got one. I just wanted to touch on this because uh, tennis has been something that we've been talking a lot about in our house and watching a lot of U.S. Open. 
kids are playing a lot of tennis. I'm starting to get into more tennis. And there's a tennis player. She's um, a young black tennis player. Her name is Sloane Stevens. And she's super talented, such a cute kid. Um, but she lost a match and she got some really, really aggressively hateful texts and um, tweets and social media posts about her um, to the extent where she's like, enough is enough. I mean, people have said this for a long time. It's like, oh yeah, you get accosted on, you know, on the internet and whatever. But she went ahead, she took it a step further and she posted two of the comments. Um, and I was floored. I mean, I, I can only imagine, you know, if you're not going to show what people say, then like, sure, my head's going to, you know, go in like a dark place with it. But like, she actually showed it and it is heartbreaking and that, honestly for trigger reasons i don't want to say the words and we can post a link and you they're can available go find them. online yeah Thanks. they're available online but it is i mean it's heartbreaking and what i'm so proud of her for doing is bringing this to light sharing what is you know coming into her feed but also how this affects a person's mental like say mental health and mental mental sustainability after getting these comments because it's not like you can see these comments and then you're like, okay, I can just put it on my head. I'm done. Like these eat at you. Like it is something that your, your mind's going to go down a rabbit hole and you're going to start being like, oh my God. Um, so I think what she's doing too, is just creating a very loud conversation on the importance of mental health, especially for these athletes who are on a public platform of like, you know, you've got to give these kids and, and a lot of these guys, they're still kids and it's, it's hard no matter what age you're doing it. But again, they're young children who are still learning how to develop and still learning how to play the sport. Um, but they're getting accosted by, you know, people online, but this is taking a, a toll on their mental health. And it's like, yeah, it's so there weird. needs to be more support for these athletes of like, listen, I can't today because these jackasses last night were just like hounding me and I can't let that go. And like, instead of ripping them down being like, Oh, you got to be strong enough to do it. It's like realizing that strength comes in a lot of different forms and it doesn't always mean that it has to be in performance. I think it's, it's very hard to, um, if we agree that words hurt and we've been taught that for since we were like two, Mm -hmm. Um, why does that not apply to DMs and Instagram and, um, and Twitter? Like some of these things you can't turn away from. We've said it a thousand times. Even the strongest of celebrity or athlete can't ignore everything. Like right. you can't turn that. I don't have that. They don't have that many cheeks to turn. Like it's going to inundate. It's going to, it's going to filter in and it's going to affect them overall. Um, yes, they're human. I do want to read this statement a, li or a little bit from the statement. It's quite long, but I think it's interesting. Sure. Um, okay. Messaging athletes to express purpose or insult them, no matter how upset, angry, or disappointed you are over their performance does not make you a passionate fan. It makes you a bully an entitled one at that, because let's see you go out and go out there and try to make a penalty kick in the biggest tournament of your life, or try to close out a match against a former world number one. Cyberbullying athletes over inevitable shortcomings and failures is absurd when most of us couldn't couldn't dream of accomplishing half of what they do on a daily basis. So that was from um, the the Pop Sugar article, and I thought that was really interesting. I was like, it's it's true. Like what what it are you thinking you're being a passionate fan? Are you feel like you're giving them love and a pat on the back? Or I just don't understand the purpose. It's just really odd to me, and it makes me work kind of worried about humanity. <laughs> in a sense, because this is kind of, um, you're taking it way too far. Um, 
on yeah. a daily basis. And it's, I mean, it's one thing to be popped up in, you know, on a social platform, but like when they said, when you mentioned in the article about the penalty kicks, there were three black soccer players that um, missed penalty kicks in a, a game that they played in Europe. Um, and they were English soccer players. And not only did they have these like nasty racist remarks on their social media accounts, but they were also things that were like uh, spray painted on walls and like so much, um, you know, destruction and vandalizing that had to do with these three players. And they were like all in the name of like, we love our country and we want our you know soccer team to, to be the best and we want them to win. And these guys fucking blew it. And it's like, were you out there? Bloke, yeah. did you go out there and like try to do your best and, and kick and miss? Like, have you ever felt the pressure of an entire country on your shoulders to play a sport that is just for solid entertainment? No, fuck off. You haven't. So like, don't take the social media to do that. And don't take to vandalizing your, you know, streets in your city because you're mad at these players missed a penalty kick. Like, and like the article said, inevitable shortcomings. You right. cannot perform at an elite level where you're going to beat everyone all the time. It's just like mathematically not possible unless you're like exactly part, I don't know, robot or something. I don't even know. Like it just doesn't, it can't happen. Um, and that's highly disheartening that those um, soccer players had to encounter that. That's in, that's really yeah. bad. It's awful. Awful. Well, humanity, let's take, uh, you know, we gotta, we gotta do better. We do have to do better, but you know what, even if they would have made it, it's like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You I mean, know, I hear this all the time. It's, job. it's like, like you have one job and it's like, yeah, you know, I see those memes and they're kind of funny, but it's also like, yeah, I have one job as a parent and that's, you know, to love and nurture my kids. But do I fail at it sometimes? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Like there's just there's no person on the planet who can do a job 100 percent of the time every day and think that not having a shortcoming to your point is not going to be part of the journey. But if that's what we're teaching for the most part, like keep trying, keep trying. Yes. Why would anyone want to try to do that? Why would anyone want to keep trying? Like, I don't want to do that. Because yeah. after, you know, after everything we've seen, especially with like child stars to child prodigies and athletes, I mean, why would we want anyone to keep trying when this is like the aggressive behavior that comes at them? I know I don't want my kid to be that. I'm like, nah, just, you know what? just go to science camp. <laughs> You know? make it all better all better all better all better that's great um i know do you have any uh do you have any questions today do you have any fun Ooh. ways you want to in the show but i could if you if you need i got one if you need one oh give me one okay i do have i but get, i think yours is gonna be better so go ahead okay hang on this is just again it's an unpopular opinion Pickles are beyond disgusting. True or false? Pickles? Yes. The food? Pickles the food. Like in the jar. Pickles the food. Yes. Oh, I love pickles. Same. I mean, I love pickle everything. I like, well, I'll, not everything. I like pickle popcorn. I like pickle potato chips. I like pickle pretzels. I mean, the only thing I don't like in a pickle form that I have tried yet is a pickle candy cane. That I yeah. won't have again. Yeah, it was gross. Gross. I mean, somebody could have been like, Shannon, we could have told you that. And I've been like, yes, but I have to find out for myself. You know wow. what I like that was a sleeper hit for me? Pickled almonds. That shit was good. That shit was gross. I loved I it. it. I was like, that's not good. But I love it. Yeah. I can try yucky yum because I just did. But sorry, like, I was like, eh. I oh, love pickled carrots. Those are so good. 
pickled mm-hmm. cabbage is really good. Um, red onions, uh, radishes are really good pickled. Everything pickled is good. I agree. Um, another hot you know, take. Light your ass up. They are. Oh God. They are I mean, so like, fermented. Or fermented. Is that the right word? Fermentation. Ferment. Fermentation. They're so heavily fermented. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but they do clean out your system quite well. So don't try to eat a whole jar of pickles and then drink some pickle juice because you'll be running like the wind to the bathroom. But you feel light after. Light and airy. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's good. Ready to go. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, here's another hot take. And it helps hangovers too. If you do eat some pickles or like that's why they have the pickleback shot. Yeah, you got to do that before it gets crazy. Before, though. not after. Not, not, not like after a long night and realizing that you should have had a pickle a while ago. Mm-hmm. It does help. You got it. Um, okay. Another unpopular opinion. Brunch is wildly overrated. I do agree with that. Can I tell you why? Because I'm not a sweets person in the morning. I love more of a savory salty. So I'm usually going for like the salad or the sandwich or, or something a little bit more lunchy. And, um, but I love the bevies. So I'm here for the beverages, not so much mm-hmm. the food. See, this is where I, where I think I do not think brunch is overrated because I hear I, you can get everything. You can get breakfast, you can get lunch, you can get everything in between. So it's kind of like that one meal where everybody gets to have what they want and you're like, oh, it's brunch. You can, you know, everybody gets it. Um, I'm not a sweet person in the morning either, like sweet eater, but I love a good salty, savory breakfast meal mm-hmm. at like 11. Yeah. Totally. Give me like a, you know, poached egg and like a tomato jam with a good crusty piece of bread. Fuck yes, that's delicious. That's brunch. That's good. I mean, I love all the accoutrement that comes with brunch as well. Um, but I personally feel like there is a time and a place for brunch. And um, it's at 11 o'clock. I'm yeah, like, it's like, yeah, I can't be like getting down. I don't know. Because I 10 do... is still too like breakfasty for me. Like a good 11, 1130 for brunch is where I'm really trying to live my best life. Totally. Just before that AM turns to PM, just as long as you skeet skirt into that, I'm 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 yeah. I'm getting a runny egg. <laughs> but I just don't love like let's get us like some flapjack. Now I will eat them if someone else orders them, and sometimes I'm like I want to taste that, but I never like go in hard. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. The only time I ever order something sweet for breakfast is on my birthday, and that is French toast. Yeah, or That's I'm hungover. Or I'm hungover. I'm like I gotta taste everything. I'm like maybe this when I'm hungover. I'm like I gotta taste everything, and I'm like Ooh. okay. Because people, if you want to run that back, it's not what it sounded like she said. Not going to repeat it. But if you run it back a couple seconds, you're like, taste what, Brittany? What? Oh. I'll leave that for our fellow guests. that back too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What'd she say? What'd she say? What? 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 <laughs> yeah, I had to think of an unpopular opinion. Yeah, Ooh. bring him. Bring him, bring him. Um, just because we're on the food thing. Yeah. Um, my unpopular food opinion, bananas are yummy. I fucking love a banana. We eat bananas at least three bunches every week. I have recently discovered that I don't think I like the flavor of like in a smoothie, but I cannot ingest a banana anymore. Like I've tried to eat it. I'm like, and then I get too hung up on like what it is and like Mm. the texture and, and I'm not even a texture person, but I'm like, "Mm, this doesn't feel like I should be swallowing it right now. Yeah, um, I this is probably not going to go over well with many people who want to try this, but like one of the best ways to cure a hangover is by eating a banana because there's so much potassium in it. Now you can get potassium in other things too, but it's like, 
I've I've heard this before where like banana is like quite possibly the world's most perfect fruit because of all the vitamins, all the minerals and like all the stages in which the banana is actually really good for you. Um, so I've always find it inter- interesting when people are like, I hate bananas. I'm like, it's the I do like fruit. them. I just don't like the texture. Like the, that's what I'm like. Ooh. Yeah. Are you like a, a ripe banana eater or like a, it's gotta be like, what's your, your day? Like if day one, it's too hard. It's a hard banana. Like it's even got that hard to peel outer peel, you know, or like, we're going to say day eight is like lots of brown spots. Great for banana bread. Like where are you? I mean, I I would, I freeze those and I use them in smoothies, but I do not, I can't eat them. I'm like more in the in-between of those. Like, so like day five, six, I could probably do that, but like, I'm still like, this is a weird texture. Yeah. I like to be on the other side of firm before it gets mushy. Yeah. That's like, if I'm just going to like take a banana and eat it, without putting it in a smoothie. That's where I'm at. And we have officially gone down a very long hole of bananas, people. I'm so sorry uh, about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys have heard us talk about You've been here for a while. You're not shocked, yeah. so. <laughs> you're not shocked. All right. Well, next week, I think we're going to try to have a guest on. Not really sure what's going on. Yeah. But we will have another social catch-up, of course. We're so glad that you're loving them. Oh, my gosh. Way to get after it, guys. Way to get your daily dose. Um, so this will be coming out. I'll try to release this. Um, well, whenever. <laughs> oh, I will send it to you um, in the next 10, 15 minutes, and then we can release it out into the world. <laughs> release it out into the world. Um, and yeah, we'll try to double up. Next, this week was kind of crazy with Labor Day and Rosh Hashanah. So we're just doing a one time in. But next week, we can pick back up with the double dose of the CZL. Um, and if you no. don't get a chance, you should check out Shannon's other podcast, Push Push. Push, push, F1, yeah, push, yeah. push on Insta. I say finally, like I'm a bitch. They, they <laughs> I was like, they just launched. They launched and um, I can't wait to listen myself. I can't wait to tune in and it's going to be great. So I don't know much about Formula One, but that's why they're doing this podcast. So everyone kind of learns about it. I'm just going to do a quick shameless plug on this because uh, we didn't see this coming, but um, Heather Mann um, tagged or like we posted about this podcast and we mentioned her in the story and then she reshared that story. And from that, we've gotten like a bunch of new followers and a bunch of new fans who are in that same boat of like, Oh my God, we've always wanted like a girlfriend's guide to formula one. This is great. This is perfect. And we've gotten such a great response from this. Like I was one of those, like, huh, this is what we know. We didn't know we needed this, but we're not the only ones who think that way. So it's, it's very exciting. So jump on board. It's really fun. Super fun. Keep it rolling out. Yeah, we'll do that. And if you want to keep pressing play on CZL, we'd love that. Just, you know, send us a um, or screenshot, share it with your friends, you know, review, rate, comment, let us know, you know, what you're loving, what you're not. And, you know, thanks for being here and sharing your love. But that not, can you send us a DM and not on the comments? That would <laughs> yeah. be great. We really appreciate that. I like, you know, but hey, however you want to share those knots, we're here for it. Uh, but share the love and keep pressing play. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.